0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, Jordan, we're doing our Summer Boys of Summer tour right now. We are. Uh, And we have a very special treat for Jordan, Jesse listeners. Oh, this is going to be a good one. We have been traveling this great nation... Gathering segments for this program. <laughs> yes,
2: as Johnny Appleseed planted apple trees, so we, we will gather laughs, planted in the wombs laughs, and then gather in the, the wombs of the.
1: It's an the imperfect analogy. It's an imperfect analogy.
2: That's not implant children's wombs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Leave children's wombs alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's our motto. That's true. That's- <laughs> but it's in
1: Latin. Yeah. Sick Transit Gloria. Right. Gloria <laughs> Leave Joe children's wombs alone. <laughs> alone. Of
2: course, we all know that famous line from Rushmore.
1: Uh, we had so many amazing guests on this tour. Uh, in Minnesota, we had our friends Bill Corbett and Kevin Murphy from Rift Tracks. Yeah. In Chicago, we had Colt Cabana and Courtney Enlow. Courtney, of course, is from Trends Like
2: These. Colt Cabana is our friend who's a wrestler. These were really, really fun shows with awesome audiences uh, and some great guests. So um, we hope you enjoy. Uh, this first little peek at the Summer Boys of Summer Tour. Let's go to the stage.
1: Welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
2: Sorry, I'm a Jordan Morris boy detective. (laughs) Uh, Jordan, I can't help but notice
1: that you um, are—you're wearing a a Baja
2: sweatshirt or drug rug. That's right, baby. (laughs) It's uh, three o'clock somewhere. (laughs) I think the—I think the expression is it's five o'clock somewhere. Nah, dude, three p.m., baby. (laughs) <laughs> so is this like your new thing are you like a super chill guy yeah or man I got this drug rug and I think it's gotten to my brain man cause I am just living the life really? <laughs> yeah. in, in what way would you say you're living the drug rug man life? I just everything else just kind of went out the window and I'm just living for the moment chillin' with my tunes, you know. What kind of tunes? Splish, splash, I was taking a bath all along a Saturday night. I don't mean to rub-a-dub, huh? I don't mean to
1: correct you, Jordan. I'm just not sure that that necessarily is part of the drug-rug lifestyle, listening to 1950s novelty hits. Come
2: on, man, what's more chill than rub-a-dub it in the bath, baby? <laughs> Three o'clock somewhere. <laughs>
1: Again, I'm not sure that's the expression, and I'm not sure you're actually understanding what it is to be a You know ch- what my would. buddy
2: Matthew McConaughey would say.
1: Okay, now we're on the right track. What would would your buddy Matthew
2: McConaughey say? I'm the Lincoln lawyer. (laughs) It's me, the Lincoln lawyer. I don't know, maybe... Three o'clock somewhere. (laughs) This motherfucker knows what I'm talking about. I'll see you at 3 p.m., asshole. (laughs) I'm the Lincoln lawyer.
1: I am really not sure that you know what it is to be chill. I'm Wait, a little parch.
3: What do you have there?
2: I'm gonna crack a beverage. Oh, what kind of beverage? Oh, are you? you know, a brewski, a Brew Dog, something to quench my thirst. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. <laughs> uh. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> time for a Brew Dog. Jordan,
1: that's an RC Cola.
2: I call it a Brew Dog. RC, that's not what really a brew chill. Dog is.
1: No, a dog is normally that's a beer or something. Perfect
2: for a Lincoln lawyer like me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, like maybe something from Dazed and Confused or something would be a better yeah. thing that Matthew McConaughey says, man. I ain't seen that
2: one, baby. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Only movie I've seen is The Lincoln Lawyer. All right. Hey, man, why you know? are you so uptight?
1: I don't know. I just, we have this big
2: hey, show to do. come on, baby. What time is it? Three o'clock. Three o'clock somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> Come on, sing it with me. Okay. Split splash, I was, I was taking a bath, bath <laughs> All along a Saturday night All right, it's Sunday. Jesse right. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris. That was the drug rug bit. Yeah. Drug rug bit. A very good bit.
1: Um, We're very excited to be here in the great city of Chicago. Yes.
2: Where every other building is a bar. (laughs) So many bars in Chicago.
1: One just called Moe's Tavern like that's legal. And
2: with a a picture of Moe from The Simpsons on it. Like a faded one, one that's been there for a long time. Like at this point, just have a bar called Disneyland, right? <laughs> Come on, let's go get fucked up in Disneyland.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm already, I'm already having a good time. We had yeah. some, uh, we had some of uh, some famous Chicago food. We've got some Chicago and Illinois friends
3: here with yes, us. Yes, we
1: sure do. Later on in the show, we're going to hear from uh, Courtney Enlow from Trends Like These. <laughs> and our professional wrestling friend cold cabana
2: he'll just come out hit us with a folding chair and leave <laughs> that's all that's going to happen um yeah no this it's actually uh, we're, we're having a good time here uh, yep. we made a little stop at a store i'm teasing something yeah this will make sense later but yep. you said you you overheard something you wanted <laughs> I to did. yeah we i were... genuinely he We've had a lot of moments on this trip where we've started to talk about something and then we've stopped the other one and gone, save it for the podcast.
1: It's because when you're spending all your time together and you have like three hours at liberty and then you have to do an hour long show later that night, like if anything of interest happens, you gotta save it. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was in the liquor store. There was this uh, woman in front of me, very nice woman, and the, the man at the counter was sort of courtly, I would say, like very polite, He was wearing kind. a powdered wig. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, were, they were talking, and he, he apologized that something he was ringing up took too long. And uh, she said, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not a problem. How are, how are things going for you today? And he said, "To be honest, I, I'm having a little bit of a hard day." And she was like, "Oh, what, what, what happened? You know, like what, what's going on?" Just a super nice lady. Everybody in Chicago is nice. Sure. Today. And uh, <laughs> except Mike, except Mike Ditka.
3: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Except for fucking Ditka, am yeah. I right? <laughs> yeah. Look out, Ditka. Um. But she's she, you know she's been like what, what what happened to you today?" you know and I'm thinking, like, what kind of thing would you think she was like rude customer, or something like that?" Sure. He says, "Oh, I had heart surgery <laughs> <laughs> And he still came to work at the liquor store. <laughs> that's what she said uh-huh. <laughs> literally, not as a right <laughs> much fun. And that's uh,
2: a good." Uh, Is that a sexual innuendo? I just had heart surgery? That's what she said? Yeah.
1: Uh, And uh, maybe breakup sex? Could that be breakup sex? Heart (sighs) surgery? I don't know. I don't know either. Sure. Uh, But she... I have an enlarged
2: ventricle, if you know what I mean. He goes... A lot of arterial blockage, ladies...
1: She says, "Like, and and you and you came into work at the liquor store, as you said." And he goes, "I couldn't get anyone to fill in for me." <laughs> wow! And she goes, Wait. "She goes. She's at this point like sputtering like a cartoon character, <laughs> out of concern for this kind man." Uh, and uh, she says, "Like, what? what it, well, but it must. Uh, uh, it, it must have been." Uh, it must have been minor surgery, right like she 's trying to explain it so hard, and he goes and he goes, No, five
2: hours yeah, we went in there in like at like two p m yeah. so I, you know that actually that 's funny that you say that because now actually something is starting to make sense. I know he was at one point dragging an IV bag and then replaced it with. From, with, from the store, a uh, Mike's Heart lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the, uh,
1: like, by far the most challenging part was she like, she, like, was so sweet to him. She was like, well, when do you get off? And it wasn't that far from then. She said, well, I, I hope you do okay between now and then, and I hope you get to rest. And he says, I hope so, too. And then I'm like... Uh, can can I buy this liquor now? (laughs) What are you supposed to say? What's the
2: follow-up? I'm glad I didn't follow through with my plan to scare him. Yeah. (laughs) I do like to sneak up on people I'm buying things from. Oh, oh, you know, sorry, before we continue any further, we have just like a quick sponsorship thing. I hope you guys don't mind. Just a little bit of housekeeping. We're so Um,
1: excited to have a sponsor on this week's. Of course... It is, uh, this is the Summer Boys of Summer tour. We're celebrating all things summer and Summer Boys. This is the original Summer Boy himself, Mr. Jordan Morris. <laughs> yeah. You
2: mean the Lincoln lawyer. And we are so That's, lucky. I'm not going to do that
4: anymore. Okay.
1: <laughs> we are Even I don't s- like it anymore. <laughs> <But> fuck that. <laughs> we are so lucky to have a wonderful local sponsor here. Uh, for the tour. It is the Blue Harbor Resort in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Uh, so if any of you guys are looking for a great lake resort, uh, the only thing they asked of us, and I hope this is okay with you. I mean, we don't normally do con or sponsored content, but um, we, we did agree to just do a few quick announcements for them. <laughs> And I know that not everyone in this room will go there, but for those of you who do go there or for people who are there and are listening information. to the podcast later, they just gave us a few quick announcements regarding the resort, which again is a lake resort. First announcement here. Lake L- Announcements is, this, is the title of this list of things.
2: You mean real commercial we have to do? Yeah. You You mean real commercial we have to do? Yeah, I mean real thing with significant stakes. First Lake Announcement. Lost a foot or hand in a motorboating accident? Great news! Get a free nacho upgrade when you show your stump at the snack bar.
1: Uh, It's Dirty Dancing Night at our nightclub. Admission is free if you're dressed as Jerry Orbach.
2: Always wanted to try a jet ski, but were afraid to take the leap? Take a lesson with one of our jet ski pros. Head to the lake house and ask for Brad, Chad, Ashton, Asher, Gunther, Gunner, Handgun, Bullet, Handlebar, Oakley, Patagonia, Nalgene, champ, chomp, chomp, or Bronson Pinchot, star of Perfect Strangers.
1: Sheboygan Mayor Shumway has declared June vector-borne parasitic infection awareness month. Why not get into the mood by opening your mouth slightly in the children's
2: swim zone? Looking for something to read? Check out the library for fun tomes on everything from poker strategy to gambling addiction treatment to how to pay alimony when your ex has already sucked you dry. Are you a Sudoku fan? Old Jim
1: has a bunch of Sudokus, but you're going to have to fight him for them.
2: Our famous water slide is out of service this week but you can approximate the experience by letting an out-of-control quad bike drag you through the old mining sluice wave. Uh,
1: Great news for public sex fetishists. Head out to our forest meadow. Our bears are finally docile enough
2: to watch you fuck. If you've seen footage of our legendary lake monster, Sally, don't worry. It's just a close-up of some out-of-focus driftwood. The real monster is our groundskeeper, Frankie, who always has one testicle hanging out of his shorts. And finally, anybody up for a
1: game of ping-pong? You can find our new table tennis tables at the old rendering plant. Head past the multi-purpose room in the garden gazebo through the rusty door, then follow the distant laughter of the child ghost until you get to the pile of femurs. But remember, if you hit the portal to the blood dimension, you've gone too far. Those are lake announcements. Lake announcements. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're taking a quick break from all the live action to remind you that Jordan Jesse Go, of course, is brought to you every week by all of the members of MaximumFun.org, all the folks who've gone to MaximumFun.org slash donate. This
2: week, we are also brought to you by our friends at Zip. Recruiter, Hiring can be a challenge. Oh, it's the worst! But there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. They send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. Yeah. They use their powerful matching technology. They scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Jordan, did you ever go to the college recruiting
1: like job center? I sure did, Jesse. They have like three by five cards on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, who I bet it's putting those three by five cards on the wall. ZipRecruiter,
2: probably ZipRecruiter going. Probably that's going not confirmed. From university to university. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo if you want to try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let's get back to the stage. Let's welcome our guests Uh, You know them from Mystery Science Theater 3000 You know them from Riff Tracks Uh, Please welcome Bill Corbett and Kevin Murphy
5: Well, hello boys Hi Hi, good Summer
2: You're looking very summery I gotta say each in your own way I should say for the folks at home I am wearing um, a Baja sweatshirt Otherwise known as a drug rug
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And a banana warmer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, don't tell them about that. <laughs> a mesh banana warmer. Mm-hmm. Let's, Let's it breathe. Let's the banana breathe.
1: Right. More of a banana cooler this
5: time of year. Uh,
2: I should say that I am wearing this as a, as a goof. I'm not actually dressing like this now.
1: Uh. <laughs>
2: That'll happen in six months when this just makes it. its way into the rotation.
1: Jordan, what is, uh, what, what, how maybe we'll throw this to Bill and Kevin. Yeah. Let's say you were down on the pier in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you were at Venice Beach. Okay, you're buying yourself a drug rug. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you think it set you back? Uh, having not done that in about thirty years,
5: mm-hmm. I, I, I wait. I, you did thirty years ago. Actually, I bought one in Tijuana. Oh, yeah, yeah they were cheap there. Yeah. Now these days, what are you going to say? You, you bought. You,
4: you traded your body for it, though, didn't yeah. you? Oh, hell
5: yeah. <laughs> Unspeakable acts in order to get a serapé. Yeah.
4: By cheap, you mean free with blowjob. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. <laughs> didn't want to be quite so on the nose, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't know what, 20 bucks, 30 bucks?
4: Bill, you have a guess? Um, I'm going to say 19 99 mm, What yes. do you guys think? $50. $60, $50? <laughs> Actually, someone from the audience, one dollar Bob.
2: That is actually the closest without going over. Fourteen dollars wow. for this drug. Wow. drug. Wow. Venice Beach. It's hot. Will I take it off during the course of the show? Who knows? That is a tremendous value. I,
4: I think say. you have to now. <laughs> and all, it
3: was, and he it already me, took off the banana warmer. <laughs>
2: As we would say in Minnesota, that's quite reasonable, you know. It is reasonable. Oh, and yeah. it gives me free admission to any Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> it's Already, I'm saying thousands per year. <laughs> you, guys
1: are, you guys are long-time Minnesotans. You guys are serious Minneapolis. Yeah, I've lived here now.
2: Sounds well, like an accusation.
4: Well, <laughs> longer than I've lived here hate myself. Hate? No. No. Defend your choice. <laughs> uh,
2: something we we uh, kind of tried and failed at uh, this morning. Uh, we, we you know we got here on a, kind of an earlier flight, and uh, I have been something that I like to do when I'm alone uh, at, the oh. ho- at the house.
1: Well, first he takes off that banana one
2: <laughs> for the folks at home. That was uh, Kevin making the masturbation noises <laughs> with his cheek. <laughs> You're fast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know,
5: I don't know how long the show is. you got to get things going here. Is that Michael Winslow over there? The <laughs>
1: police
2: academy making those jack-off noises?
1: <laughs> First I crank it a
2: little, and then I get in the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs>
6: and then I talk on a megaphone.
2: Um, so when I'm at Home Alone, something I like to, to Google is... Uh, <laughs> is uh, photos of a regional delicacy called the Juicy Lucy. Ah! Oh, yeah. Um, I've not ever had one, and I was so excited to come uh, and 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 here so I could eat one, but there are no Juicy Lucys in this immediate neighborhood.
5: Not in this neighborhood, no way. Can no. you describe? It's,
4: it's zoned for it, man. You can't,
5: yeah. <laughs> it's
2: true. <laughs> it's like having a liquor license. <laughs>
3: Gotta uh, be
5: south of the Crosstown. You, you know, have to have a to master
4: it. cheese injector. And right. it, the license fees here are really high.
2: <laughs> Can you describe what this is and where I might go to get it before I leave?
5: Well, the, the, the places are like Matt's, right? Or or the 5A Club. <laughs> well, what it is. Yeah, you see, this
2: is the controversy well, here. What wow.
1: about the one the lady at the hotel said? What was that called?
2: Oh, there, so we were, I was, listen, this is all I've been talking about. <laughs> we were talking about this while checking into the hotel and, and the, you,
1: think, uh, you think he means all he's been talking about since we got – all he's been talking about since we booked this tour.
2: <laughs> when am I going to get the juicy? Uh, the Our hotel concierge – and let me know – this is interesting because it's clearly a divisive issue. Oh, yeah. The Nook? Yeah. Whoa. A lot and of Nook fans. By hotel
1: concierge, you mean the woman at the counter of our all suites suburban business hotel. <laughs>
5: Don't let them know we're not staying at the Ritz. So one
1: employee of our hotel. So for your our audience, hotel, by the way, is attached to a four mile long hardware store. Wow.
5: That is I wanna stay there
1: now. It yeah. also has an indoor gazebo. It's very confusing. Minnesota is very different from Los Angeles.
5: During the winters,
2: man, you don't want to use an outdoor gazebo. <laughs> That's fair. That's oh, fair. Freeze your balls off, absolutely. Yeah. So, do you, so this is, I should, I should describe for people who may, this is a burger with the cheese baked inside, right? The cheese is inside
5: the burger. And, and for, for a proper juicy, Lucy, right, it has to burn your mouth in the first bite. The roof of your mouth sears and blisters. And the cheese, American cheese, mind you, adheses to the top of your mouth and just sits there and just boils away. Let me not call gum. bullshit
4: on that verb. <laughs> adheses?
5: Adheses. I love that. Adheres? Well, adheres, yeah, but adheses is more
1: you know, it's visual. It's more bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, yeah, point taken. Go ahead. Point taken. I, so. I like that you, you burn off that top layer of mouth to get
4: to the yeah. more powerful underlayer. That's yeah. Then the
5: sensitive underlayer is there, yeah. which can appreciate Yeah, to
4: really it. taste the tang of American cheese. Right? <laughs> like, the, the, the oiliness, the, the blandness. Oh, the no, wa- no. the waxiness.
5: But you can't have a Juicy Lucy without American cheese. It just is not a Juicy
1: Lucy. What about... Now, hold on, because one place that I saw on Yelp serves a blue
2: Lucy... Bullshit.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they do,
2: but
5: it's bullshit. It's not a Juicy Lucy.
2: <laughs> I've, no, I've heard of one Plus, called. it's not blue.
5: This is like martini arguments, you know?
4: <laughs> I've a, heard of one called... Have you had a Dirty Lucy? <laughs> it's just, I, uh,
5: <laughs> or a Cheesy Sanchez
4: <laughs> No, 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 man
5: Well, the name Juicy Lucy If you didn't know it was
1: food You might assume it's something else
4: I wouldn't No, yeah, you would I, say it said apple juicy or
2: something <laughs> There's actually one called the Wacky Jackie It's a uh, burger you eat while a clown masturbates <laughs> Clowns <laughs> Clowns It's consensual I want the clown to be masturbating It's not a surprise I've asked the clown nicely. That's why I ordered the burger. The Beat key is off. that the clown, the clown not make
1: more clowns.
4: Speaking of clowns, I had a flashback while you were doing that rant there, Jesse. Um, when I Are you was talking a- about my moving open letter,
1: <laughs> it was well, yeah, no,
4: it was a good rant. It's my like, shoes grew three sizes during that. Thank you. <laughs> it was a it was a necessary rant, but I was remembering when I was uh, uh, you know an aspiring punk rocker in high school. I had a song called. Decomposing clowns. Wow! And it was all about like people come into the big top and stumble on like a pile of dead clowns that have been massacred. Cause I was pretty fucking edgy. Could, yeah, could, like, could you sing a little, Bill? Do you think you something could? happened? Although the big top, the lights are out, the colors down. Jolly red face, smiling forever. Oh, what an ugly death for a clown! <laughs> 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 Rubber red noses covered with maggots. Gray floppy shoes caked in gray dust. I don't know. That's all I can remember. Yeah, I like the scat part. Nice, but put me on the charts. That was pretty beautiful for a clown murder-based song you wrote in high school. It's one. It is one of the most beautiful clown murder-based songs. Yeah.
2: Hot damn. (laughs) So, uh, so, okay. So, I mean, obviously I would like to get this burger at some yeah, point. Yeah, is, there yeah, any, yeah. is there any other Minneapolis food things that I should look for? No. Okay. No. <laughs> As it turns out, no. What about aren't
1: there Don't people eat Northern European foods here? What about hot dish? Someone gave me a hot dish once when I was here. Well, hot dish is generally at, at funerals. And
5: does uh, anybody have any? Now fooders? that I think about it, it I had you killed traditionally killed put it now. on the, the chest
4: of the dead person, right? Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. and then you eat off that, and you bury it with them so they can take it
2: to the right, next life, to the next life, like so a Viking funeral does. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> indeed. Boy, it sounds good. Anybody need you like a have a plus one to a funeral in the next <laughs> couple days? I can tag along
5: to Well, if you were here on Friday night, you'd go to a fish fry. I think go to the VF yeah. VFW. You know, your local VFW and have a fish fry. Or a right? supper club. Or a supper club, yeah. yeah.
4: Which I've never understood the concept of, honestly. is It's not like you don't have membership, right? It's not a club, and generally they also serve lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait,
1: What's the difference between a I supper club and a restaurant? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> supper only! Supper clubs
5: are very regimented, though. They have a specific menu. They've got the grill portion, and they have walleye. You want your walleye broiled? Or
4: fried. Well, it's basically like the menu that time forgot. You get little cup, fruit cups, fruit cup, those little pale potato, crinkle cut carrots. Yeah, yeah. Horrible food, really. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese
2: curds. Should should I look for cheese curds? Cheese curds are wonderful. Absolutely.
4: Yep. Uh, But the Juicy Lucy, I I think there's only only like three right places. And I have to confess, I have never enjoyed the experience. Oh, interesting. Because really, this is mostly about injury, <laughs> which I'm not as into as I used to be. Yeah. They're surprisingly easy to make, just so you know. It's it's
5: a very easy thing to make. American cheese, good ground beef, little thin patties, really hot grill, sear the hell out of the first one, put the cheese on, put the second one on top of it, put an iron on top of it, or heavy, heavy p- implement, a you know, an iron works, and then... You know, damn near burn one side, turn it over. It what? takes three minutes and it's Have done. your finger iron poised work? over 911. <laughs> okay. I, I have a bacon press. I put my juicy Lucy's under a bacon press. Oh. It works very well.
4: You make them at home? I do. You resourceful son of a bitch. They're fabulous.
2: You
1: ever make a bluesy? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs>
2: Heresy, heresy. That's right. <laughs> but there is a kind of a thing with these in that like, there's two places that say they invented it. and Matt's and the 5-8 Club, yes. Yeah. Do you have an opinion as to which one actually invented it?
5: I ain't getting in the middle of that. No, this, is, this, this precedes me. <laughs> a man I'm could sorry. wind up dead. That's <laughs> exactly right. Dead like a clown <laughs> like under a, the big top. It's, it's like asking like wh- a- which original pancake house is the original pancake house.
4: Nobody will tell you.
5: There's like ten of them.
4: It's it's like rays famous in New York, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's heavy. <laughs> it's very <laughs> heavy, heavy shit.
1: Bill, you're a New Yorker originally. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you won't eat uh
4: I'm wh- not eating their this food from these people? <laughs> no. I've been here a long time. I've gone completely native. My children are Minnesotan. Um I like garbage food. I just don't like that garbage food. What's your garbage away. food of choice? Um Gee, whiz, uh, I love anything at the state fair, which is when you guys should go, oh, yeah, you know, you just go and have like seven hundred thousand calories a day of <laughs> pure oily garbage, just yeah,
2: fantastic see. The Temptations with none of the original members. <laughs> right, right, right. Sounds like a great day. Uh, I was, uh, I was actually sur- when you were talking about that that song you wrote, I was surprised to hear that you were a punk rocker in high school. You're such a, you're such a, a delightful, soft spoken man.
4: I know. How did? It's amazing. <laughs> I really wasn't very serious. I had a little garage band with friends, and we never. But he never charted. Was were you tra- full of rage? What's that? Were oh you? yeah, well you know, half full of rage. <laughs> half full. He's an optimist. You're half a rage f- optimist. <laughs> it was a weird thing to be, but yes. <laughs> Kevin, how did you channel your uh your adolescent rage? My inner rage. Yeah. Uh, by making
2: juicy Lucies. Oh sure. Just, just really not, whacking just that much. patty.
3: Uh,
5: inject the cheese. No, I I just I don't know, I, I'd i get in trouble, you know? Go out and uh, and drink underage drinking and, and driving when I shouldn't have. That's sort of
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. What, one day, my dad just told me about how he used to like uh, pop greenies, like speed pills, oh, like wow. benzos. That's father and steal his parents' car and drive it out to the ocean. But I think the moral of the story <laughs> was that he was doing that shit and was a straight-A student and president of the student court. That helps. And so if I was a B-minus student, which I was, then imagine the shit I was up to. <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything except for, you know, a production of Little Shop of Horrors.
2: LAUGHTER now you were in a rotisserie baseball league too. Oh, oh wow. That's, uh, so that's yeah. true. That could get a little wild. That could that's get a pretty little
1: crazy. wild. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I went to art films with my friends on Saturday
4: matinees. <laughs> you badass you. <laughs> Regular know. James Dean here. Yeah. Who,
1: who out here saw Ushien Andelou at 16? <laughs>
4: Really, man, they have a razor blade and the dog's yeah. eye. It's so fucked up. <laughs> when
2: you said that in jest, uh, several hands of the audience shot yeah. up. <laughs> I love you, arch nerds. I would wear my costumes from the high school drama performance to class. Wow, oh, shit. It's were he,
1: fucking
5: real. Yeah. Wow. Were, were you in musicals?
2: Yeah, totally. Which ones? Uh, the Boyfriend, which oh. is a 1920s uh, Yeah, so yes. a flapper thing, a right? flapper did thing. Did you play yeah. the
4: Twiggy part? Yeah, no I did right. play the Twiggy part. Yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, not an all
2: not an all boys school either. So, wow. I was just the best one for the job. <laughs> uh, no, I played like I played like the lusty old man. I I even drew on my own crows feet. I did that thing in high school drama where
1: you I draw the three that. little lines yeah. by your eyes and now you're a ton old.
4: of of talcum powder yes! in your hair yeah 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 It's like pfft, every mm-hmm. time you move
1: You yeah, us theater people know about chiaroscuro the art of the light and the dark sure <laughs> Hello
4: uh,
2: and uh, into the woods as well I was the narrator right. in into the woods
4: let me t- you played the big bad wolf
2: uh, oh no I was the I was the narrator the part Oh okay I, I got a lot little, of toxing parts. <laughs> Were you uh, Little Red Riding Hood? No, I was the narrator. I told you because I. Which had which to fairy tale to. is
4: narrator from? Is it just
2: <laughs> just <laughs> from literature? Just, all just right, from
4: wow. literature. Just all he's literature. the guy who says "Once upon a time." Yes.
1: Ah. Yeah. Were you the guy that didn't have his rent? <laughs>
2: Oh, so you you were Rumpelstiltskin? (laughs) Yes, I was. Yeah, And Uh, I was the guy trying to sell the trombones to the small town. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And also Alexander Hamilton, I guess. (laughs) It
4: was a very confusing one-man show. I was actually, um, not only was I a punk rocker, but I was in High School Musical. I was the star of a musical version of... Destry Rides Again, the nineteen thirties Jimmy Stewart movie. Wow. Okay, it just never was a big musical. We had this very weird theater teacher who was like, "I want to find the most obscure shit possible and challenge the kids with it." And it was like a cowboy musical, and I had to learn to spin a gun on stage. And when
1: we did, uh, got, little, I was when just we did
4: drowning in pussy from that.
1: I mean, to be frank, if there are any high school students out here who are straight boys and you're trying to get laid, there's worse things than being the one straight guy in the high school. I I went to an all-boys high school. Uh, It was a necessity. I'm not saying I'm married to my high school girlfriend or anything.
2: (laughs) Hey, uh, Jesse, you know that thing you just said? Yeah. Disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Disagree.
1: Disagree. Uh, when we did we did Little Shop of Horrors, my junior year, and and the the alternative, and I was not a big musical theater knowing knower about her, uh, but I remember that the alternative. So you let him was, get away with that word.
4: He's he's the host, buddy. Yeah, okay, it. it's, it's the law. Knower about law.
5: her? Go on. I'm sorry. Without me, I let you're Mark not Mark
4: getting Marin paid
1: A lot of shit. Yeah. Also, with me, you're not getting paid. That's right. This is a voluntary thing uh the, i i i uh, I remembered that the alternative musical they were deciding between little shop and company, and i watched company <laughs> like i watched company i hadn't seen it at the time i didn't really know anything about it, but I watched it like uh fifteen years later on p b s yeah. and I was like, this is about like on we among like yes like the literati in like ninth, late 1960s New York.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like upper, this is the East worst high
4: school music party ever. Uh, yeah. You know, intelligentsia pretty much. Yeah, right, yeah, it is a
1: truly like it was like it's like if they said, you know, let's do a musical version of the Ice Storm. <laughs> 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 or like it was very baffling in retrospect why
2: that was the other yeah. choice. Uh, Kevin, are you have a beautiful singing voice. Thank you. Uh, did, did you do any uh, theater in high school or any, anything like that? I did and it was a,
5: the the voice was actually a liability. I I I'm, gla- I'm glad I'm blessed with a nice voice, but I was in South Pacific, and I wanted to play Luther Billis, which was really the meaty part in that. You know, it, that's, there is nothing like a dame, nothing in the world. But instead, I played... Im- Popeye. Im- well, that's Luther. Luther Billis is sort of like Popeye, except he's
4: enlisted. He's not Merchant Marine. Um. I mean, South Pacific. <laughs> that's right. It's, 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 it's.
5: No, but I had to play Emile de who's the French guy. Yeah, the Plantation Levin. owner. You get people now. Salmon evening, you know. But that's the most boring part in the whole, except you get to kiss. It's a weird story. That is it is a weird story. Yeah,
4: this American nurse falls for some... Gatabout on the South Pacific island That's You, right. you were the Gatabout It has a couple of kids on the side yeah. 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 And, yeah. and it's pretty racist
2: too.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's way, way racist, racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Well it was a
2: piece of art made before 2010 Yeah so. right. <laughs> right. It's, gonna, it's gonna be a little dodgy In parts
5: Kevin, <laughs>
4: Wait a minute, who, who I was you... making art before 2010 <laughs> <laughs> who,
2: who did you
5: get to kiss uh, I got to kiss Kim Nowicki Oh, yeah.
3: Ladies Kim and gentlemen, way she's way. here tonight. Kim! <laughs> Kim! <Kevin>! Hi, Kevin.
4: <laughs> you, gave me, you gave me herpes, Kevin. <laughs> oh, say, terrible, terrible before,
1: before you did onstage kissing, had you done any significant real life kissing?
5: No, and I was terrified, and the kissing was almost non existent. It was truly almost air kissing.
1: How did they, like, <laughs> was there, like, a. You know how. So once I. <laughs> What's going on here? He's getting there. He's getting there. <laughs> one time, one Jesse's time I was entering a
4: fugue state. <laughs>
2: going to time... wake up a short order cook in Nebraska in two weeks and not know how he got there.
1: <laughs> one time I was in a local television commercial where I had to be naked. Wow! <laughs> Don't worry, I got paid three hundred dollars. <laughs> and w- w- I figured that there would be a whole system. For how someone gets naked in the thing Like I knew that I was going to have to get naked But I figured I'd get a sock And there right. would be a whole thing about who can look And who can't look and so on and so forth But actually they're just like Alright, take it off <laughs> So what I want is your means- own sock
5: This was like a local TV thing Not a, not I, a union job, right? I have to
4: confess <laughs> I've never seen a naked person In a commercial I mean, that's no. You mean yeah, like was meat and a, two veg, kind of <laughs> naked?
1: Yeah, it was for a uh, it was oh, for a local, uh, VD a local uh store <laughs> called a local store called Vivid Entertainment. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
5: Yeah. The best I mean, in adult entertainment, is that yeah. what it was? Wow. Yeah,
1: it's wow. just an entertaining store. I guess they probably sold <laughs> no, adult novelties.
5: Adult novelties like the Lion's Den down on Thirty Five. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. Totally.
1: Uh, what I'm wondering is when you are. How old were you in this musical? Fifteen, sixteen. 17? I was seventeen. Seventeen years old. When yeah. you're seventeen years old, and you have a horry old drama teacher of some kind, <laughs> uh, gay priest. A gay priest. There yes. you go. Uh, when you have a what, what? What's the setup for rehearsal? How do you go through what's going to happen in the smooch scene?
5: Well, uh, we'd read we'd read through it, and he would say, "And then you kiss," and then. We blocked it And he'd say And then you kiss And we finally had to Kind of build up the nerve And like I say It was the most tentative Attempt at a kiss You've ever seen in your life And it ended up being More like a hug With puckers
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> How old, long did the two of you puck hug <laughs> I mean like boom It was done you yeah. know, It was like half life Of a helium atom Sometimes but, but it goes
1: to, really fast When you're that
3: age yeah.
2: I, was, I was more terrified Of dancing Than I was of kissing, actually. (laughs) But then, but now, to this day, you get aroused every time someone says, and then you kiss.
4: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sprawling.
7: What do you look for in a book? Literally, if on
0: the bag it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem blurbs a lot of
7: times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. What's the best way to e read in the tub? Listen to that noise. I'm reviewing a plastic bag today. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find a good book? This is the most <laughs> fucked up weird shit you've ever had. Oh, You're like
8: into oh, it. And, like, hand give, it take, over. Take
7: my money. <laughs> I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're reading glasses and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun.
3: La, la, la.
2: Accident of realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe
5: at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast.
8: It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist.
3: Uh,
2: our first guest. Uh, is a writer uh, whose writing you may have seen on sci-fi fangirls. She's also one of the hosts of Maximum Fun's own Trends Like These podcast. Uh, Please welcome to the stage Courtney (laughs) Enlow, Who brought two beers? Uh,
7: My boy Billy hooked me up with revolution anti-hero IPA. (laughs) Chicago beer. Please and thanks.
2: Stop plugging local beers. Well, shit. <laughs> nah, I go start. ahead. Plug some local um,
7: beers. I actually... This is really important.
2: Okay. Do you then, want some dramatic music? Because we have some. <laughs> I mean... Maybe you just pull up that uh, dramatic music there. For so Courtney. I'm backstage. Yes.
7: Picture it. It's just me standing there. That's all you have to picture. And they're doing their whole, like, chicanery about Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And then Jordan brings out his RC Cola. To which I think to myself... Who did Matthew McConaughey play on True Detective? But Rustin Cole. R. C.
1: Time
2: is Thank a you. flat circle. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, who needs Reddit?
7: That's what I get from being too close to
2: Jordan's Nugrug. <laughs> the Pixar movies are all connected. <laughs> Um, wow! So you uh, on your show, yes, trends like these,
7: trends like these.
2: You mm-hmm. uh, you let the listeners in on what's going on on the internet. That we week. tell them
7: about that internet. Yeah, with some
3: things.
2: I so- have definitely reached the age where it is hard work
1: to know what anyone else is talking about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like <laughs> where I have to put my mind to paying attention to events in our culture.
2: Yeah, the last internet thing that I learned about is that sometimes people draw erotic f- drawings of Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, and how, then basically my mind stopped ingesting anything yeah. about the internet. Wow, what a weird reaction. To that. Yeah, yeah for You know what? I you know I that my 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 reaction to the reaction sounded a little judgy. And I'm sorry if it came off that way. If you want to draw Sonic the Hedgehog with a thick old crank giving it to Wario while Waluigi jacks off in the corner, I support you. I, yeah. could,
7: I couldn't hear you over all the boners.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, pop, 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 pop,
1: like, like when your popcorn's ready. That's what it sounded like in the
2: audience. And... The moistening pussies. (laughs) (laughs) And they
7: sound like like rings, 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 rings. That's the only thing I can make to the sonic ring sound. Yeah,
2: (laughs) let's be inclusive.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah. So what? So what have we missed on the internet? I feel like I don't tune into the internet like I have in the past, and I feel like sometimes I catch a glimpse of something and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I should find out about that, but maybe I won't.
7: I mean, it's a dark, bad place. Sure. It's a bad place for bad people, and also me. Um, So this week, so we're taking the show off this week, because I'm, like, here. And this week... Yeah, by the way,
1: thanks for blaming us for that.
7: (laughs) I'm... (laughs) Sometimes people yell at me, because I'm the girl one. (laughs) Yeah. They have lots of feelings about that. Um, This week, Justin Bieber asked if he could fight Tom Cruise... And I wish that we had an episode this week because the entire hour would be about that.
1: Wait, when you say that Justin Bieber asked if he could fight Tom Cruise, did he like stop by his butler and give him his calling card?
7: (laughs) He sent his message through Xenu and was like, Xenu, tell this boy I want to fight him.
2: Did Um, Justin Bieber and Xenu hang out?
7: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All the time. Um, He tweeted it on the on the twatter machine and he was just like, Tom Cruise, fucking fight me, coward. And I don't know that Tom Cruise responded. Was he did
2: I now here's the thing. I understand wanting to fight Tom Cruise, I guess. But you certainly cannot call that man a coward.
7: I mean I don't know that he I'm I'm paraphrasing. Oh okay. I'm paraphrasing Bieber speak. He literally was just like apropos of nothing. Right. Bieber wise. Like Fucking fight me, Tom Cruise! Now so, yeah.
2: Do you know why that happened?
7: Ours is not to ask why.
2: No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ours is to speculate, right?
7: But I, it made me like wonder so much, first of all. Guys, which celebrity would you fight?
2: Oh. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, certainly not Tom Cruise. Yeah. No, I'm he, thinking he, my he, first thought is Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah, I mean maybe, listen I will probably lose to any celebrity mm-hmm. so I think I'll say Terry Crews because it will be a quick and delightful death he'll finish it quick and I'll I will, I will shuffle off this mortal coil with a smile on my face because of his positivity and, um, and positive messaging. He'll probably just crush you between his muscled breasts. I mean... Yeah! But <laughs> <And> that would <laughs> What be great. a way to go, though. Yeah. That's the only way I want to So, yeah, go. I think I've resigned myself to losing, and I think that's who I want to lose to the mm-hmm. most.
1: Jordan, you got, you got in a fight with a celebrity once, and by in a fight with a celebrity, I mean punched by a
2: motocross guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, if you, I don't know if anybody knows... If, listen... If there's one thing I know about Jordan Jesse Go fans, there's a lot of overlap with professional motocross. There are a lot of monster energy drink neck tattoos in the audience.
7: A lot of people call this show Jordan Jesse Mocro. Yes.
2: <laughs> Somebody just raises their hand, they're like, I'm good at Excite Bike. <laughs> I build my own courses. Uh, but, yes, there was a uh, – back – well, uh, three careers ago for me, I uh, I hosted segments for this uh, not-around TV network uh, – a TV network that is not around anymore called Fuel TV – uh, and I had to interview a lot of the stars of various extreme sports, although they didn't like me to call them extreme sports. They wanted me to call them action sports, but they're not around anymore, so fuck them, extreme sports. Can you finally say that the host of the show is a former professional rollerblader? Oh, yeah, the, sure. The guy who hosted our show was, used to be a professional rollerblader, but we could not mention it. But uh, the show's not around anymore, so fuck yeah. him and his rollerblades, yeah. which he was really good at.
1: Yeah, talented guy. Uh, talented
2: guy. And uh, yeah, anyway, so I was interviewing uh, uh, this motocross guy, Travis Pastrana, and as part of a bit, I asked him to play Thumb War, and so he took my hand and then threw it down and then punched me in the face, (laughs) because he was one of the funny ones. (laughs) Anyway, oh, that... Do you guys not like that story about me getting punched in the face? Maybe
7: maybe comedy was a mistake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I think that in that world, that was what comedy was. Like, it's important he, to know your lane. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was the mid aughts. Sure. It
7: was a different time.
2: A very different time. Yeah. You could just punch someone on the face while they were in the face while they were interviewing you. <laughs> on camera. Uh, speaking let's uh change lanes. Uh, we were talking a minute ago about. This kind of phenomenon in podcasting, a little peek behind the curtain here. This phenomenon in podcasting of talking about something, it seeming interesting, and then saying, let's save it for the podcast. Right. While we were backstage, you told us that you set your butt on fire? (laughs) I,
7: I, I did do that, and, and then
2: not I, in a metaphorical
1: sense, like the well, you maybe know, I, I don't like know. the chorus of a Neptune's produced hip hop song from
3: 2005.
1: <laughs> uh, it, it was as though they
7: dive bombed in front of me, like no, save it for the, the podcast. podcast. Okay, so yes, I'm painting my kitchen.
1: You you've done beautiful work on your kitchen. Let's hear it Thank for you. Courtney and oh kitchen. She's
7: been sharing photographs gram. of it on Twitter. Follow along with that kitchen gram action. Okay, so I'm painting my kitchen. I'm sitting on the counter.
2: The kitchen—that's a thirst trap and a hunger trap. Yeah, eh, I don't know that that exactly works. Yeah. I'll, I'll workshop I mean, it's, that.
7: Like it's fine. Try it again later. I will. And it's going to be rule of threes. Just do it three times.
3: Sure. <laughs> right. So
7: I'm sitting on the counter, like you do, to paint inside of the cabinet because I am short and small of body. I'm in the cabinet. I'm on the counter. I have a stovetop with some burners. I shift. So does the burner. And then there's the smell and I'm like, "What the fuck is that smell?" My friends helping me paint, I'm like, "Did she just like like fart weird?" And I like didn't want to be weird cuz I'm very midwestern and I was just like, "I'm going to be respectful." And then it just keeps happening and I'm like, "God, this is a really weird smell." And then I shift again. And the entire, like, underside back of me explodes in flames.
3: The
2: underside back
7: of you? Well, okay. What does that entail? Because I'm fucking sitting on the oven like a fool. Are
2: you okay?
7: I'm fine. I'm fine. Honestly, here's, this is maybe either wonderful, blessing, or concerning. The flames did not touch me.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah.
7: I just binged all of good omens. I think I might be a demon.
1: <laughs> You're probably a superhero from those M-night Shyamalan superhero yeah. movies.
7: No, like it like I felt the I felt the heat. I felt I felt the flames. I was not okay, like in terms of emotions. Did you stop But I did not burn.
1: Did you stop drop and roll?
7: I like just like Jump butted off of the burner and was just like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay," because that's how I respond in like anxious situations. It's just like, "Okay, okay," because you I'm know when, you're
2: bu- yeah. when, you're, when your butt when fire. your butt's when your butt's on fire, you don't call nine one one; you call 1900 nine hundred. Mix a lot.
7: Like you can picture all you want how the guy doing. in the corner
2: is slow clapping, and you know what? That's the appropriate reaction. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's in that song. hmm So yeah. you say you might be a good omen's demon. Are, could you, have you also considered that it might be a Khaleesi situation?
7: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the one whose butt was on fire. Maybe.
7: My dragon don't want none.
2: Sure. That's a good... Um, so... Oh, wait, so who, wait, you haven't said who you would fight. Who would you fight, celebrity wise? Guys, I've thought a lot about this. Clearly.
7: And I could go one of two ways. Either I want to, like, fight something that would, like, help humanity, Mm -hmm. like a Max Landis, and just, like, pulverize him. Or, alternately, I fight someone that I love so much, and I take the hill turn that they, like, get to elevate. And that would be Christine Baranski. (laughs) So it's one of the two. And if so Sybil's friend, Sybil's best friend. They all, they had a very contentious relationship. Yeah,
2: it was kind of a friend. I kind situation. of want to
7: see Sybil and Christine Baranski fight. In this that, is a very niche celebrity death match, but I'm into it.
2: In that moment when we were having that exchange and then, like, kind of nobody was reacting, I was like, "Oh shit! I've seen a lot of Sybil." So, did me and my mom watch Sybil together every week? So, I think we did.
7: Early Oth's Oxygen was a very special thing. It had Living Single, it had Sybil, and it had some manner of game show that involved Terry Garr and Jim J. Bullock.
3: God, that sounds great. And that's,
7: this is for three people listening, and they are so fucking happy right now. They're like, I fucking love that show I don't remember the name of.
1: One of them is Jim J. Bullock. And then, yeah.
2: <laughs> he loves the if, show. You know If
7: I could make anyone happy, it would be Jim... If I could fight anyone, Jim J. Bullock.
2: Okay. Pretty good celebrity. fight. No fights.
7: one here knows who I'm... Jim J. Bullock is. I'm too young to know who Jim J. Bullock is. It's <laughs> fine.
2: I might fight Ernest
1: from the Ernest movies.
3: <laughs>
1: Jesse,
2: God already fought him and won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call dying. Losing a fight to God. Yes. R.I.P. <laughs> Vern. Uh, Actually, is Vern, Vern is still alive. what he would say about himself, I guess. Vern
1: is
7: See so you in
2: hell, Vern. <laughs> I don't think he's in
1: hell.
2: Yeah. Uh, we have another guest.
1: <laughs> is, this, <laughs> is this our classic segment? Deathbed utterances of Ernest <laughs> from the Ernest
2: movies. <laughs> Uh, we have another guest. And Don't we... let
1: my son have my money, Vern.
7: <laughs> the importance of being dead like Ernest. There
2: you go. Yeah. Uh, we have another guest. Uh, he is uh, not only the host of a delightful podcast about the topic of professional wrestling. He is a professional wrestler himself. Please welcome the injured Colt Cabana.
1: Cole, Cole Cabana is comfortably, by a wide margin, my most physically fit friend. And he came in with a he came in with a with like one of those canes with four feet and he looked like a ninety-four year old. But like a
6: jacked ninety four year old.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I've been in Chicago for six hours, and
6: I've seen billboards with you flexing seven times. That's right, one-hour tease. I feel they do a, a service to the world because every time they put up a billboard of me, we take down one of Mancow. Thank you. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a message for
1: Mancow. See you in hell, Vern. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Hello, friends. Hi. Hi. I'm cosplaying as Simon Cowell today. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> um, backstage, you said
2: you had a reveal. Do you want to do the reveal now? I think that would probably be
6: appropriate. Okay. Is uh, that a wrestling term or? Oh, well, it is. But also, I think it's a real life term. Also. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> are are you just is it, are you just going to
2: show your dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reveal.
3: I mean,
1: the
2: man's probably got a great dick. There's no doubt about that. A lot? Did did Colt showing his dick or Sonic the Hedgehog's dick get a bigger round of applause?
3: Hard to say. Both are blue.
6: Okay. (laughs) Wow. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means.
1: Gotta go fast. (laughs) I'm pressing C as fast as I can right now.
6: Okay, so last time I was in Chicago with you, Jesse, I did uh, the Sound of Young America. Yeah. And I, at that time, I was the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, which is, which is a very impressive thing in the world of professional wrestling. Now, today, I am no longer the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, but I am a different champion, and I thought I would bring the belt to show everybody and kind of show off a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds yeah.
2: really cool. Uh, title belt, that's great. <laughs> I... Oh. Someone tried to start a chant and bailed. Oh. Uh, for those of you listening at home.
6: Which is the best part of live wrestling shows. Like, you are my favorite part of a live wrestling show. And we're not even at a wrestling show.
2: If Yeah, for the folks listening at home, someone went, cold cup. Aw.
7: <laughs> Actually, what he did was the very Midwestern, like, oh.
6: <laughs> now, I... Can we get a drum roll, please, from everybody? Oh, shit. There you go. I am the very first Mitzvah heavyweight champion. Wow! <laughs> uh,
2: for the folks at home, uh, Colt is holding up a beautiful wrestling belt with a Star of David on the front, a diamond-studded yeah.
1: Star of David. That
6: is Shalom. As fuck. <laughs> Uh, I won this in Toronto in front of 400 Orthodox Jews. (laughs)
3: Um,
6: And I'm very proud of it. I thought I would show it off.
1: Are you sincere that this was... Was this a Jewish event in which you won this uh, uh, bedazzled symbol of your people? Correct. Um, How do you get booked for that? Do they just look up Jewish and cross-reference it with wrestler and it's just a picture of you? Well... Uh, The list of Jewish
6: wrestlers is very small. (laughs) It's you, Goldberg. Right. (laughs) So. Uh, The undertaker Steen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, who did you wrestle for that? Oh, uh, you know, to me it's not weird, but I'm sure it'll get a laugh. I wrestled a man. Benjamin (laughs) Netanyahu. (laughs)
7: <laughs>
6: and Sybil Shepard, a tag team <laughs> match. I wrestled David Starr. Okay.
3: Uh, oh, okay. I get it.
6: Yep, yep. A real it's a,
2: thing. It's
7: a thinker, but a good one.
6: Do you have a Jewish wrestling name? Uh, well, sadly, I was in the WWE for two years, and... Uh, I had this big conversation with Vince McMahon and he was just like, okay, tell me about yourself so I can turn you into, you know, what I'm gonna turn you into, like he did Randy Savage, the Macho Man, uh, Jim Helwig, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, a racist, and... (laughs) And so I give them all this information. I'm like, my name is Colt. I love wrestling. I'm Jewish. I've, you know, I've, I, I love entertaining. I love talking on the microphone. And then the next week, I debuted on the CW network on SmackDown as Scotty Goldman, Jewish warrior. Oh. And uh, guess who never won a match? The old bar mitzvah boy. I think because there's already
2: a Jewish warrior. That's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Big ups to JC. And RC.
6: (laughs) Royal Crown saved
2: my life. (laughs) So actually, the
1: reason we were at there was a reason that we were at the liquor store. Yes. Uh, Of course, some of you may know that I do a podcast called Judge John Hodgman, Uh, and my sidekick on that show is named John Hodgman. And John is a man of peculiar obsessions. Um, You know, there was a period where there was a period where I think he spent an entire year of his life making up names for homos there's uh, he a variety of unusual things in, in which he becomes interested um, and one of them is a is a special Chicago thing and I think I heard somebody yell it out does somebody know what we're talking about? Malort, Malort.
2: to be fair I think this audience probably just yells that out anyways <laughs> so the area code they yell out Colt's so name almost where did our, where did our Malort
1: go? <sighs> that's oh, your what? RC caller. Huh? <laughs>
7: Rustin cola from True Detective. They should have marketed that. You.
2: Um, <laughs> that's right. I put it under the table because I knew it would get an applause break when I brought it out. Yeah,
6: Jordan, Jordan we call that a reveal. A reveal.
1: Excuse uh-huh.
2: me.
1: So at Max FunCon, at, at Max FunCon this year, which was just this past weekend, uh, John did the benediction, which is what what he does at every Max FunCon. It's to welcome everyone and sort of start the. It's a ceremony to start the event. And typically, people who are traveling from uh, the Chicago area will travel with Malort, uh, which is not available in California, and they will bring it and place it on the stage uh, as part of a sort of initiation ritual. And uh, John had found out that uh, one of the guys from Pod Save America had done a... uh, a, a, I'm I'm more of a Joe Rogan guy.
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs>
1: I'm not really a comedian, I'm more of a laugh-tivist. Um But one of the guys from, God, from Pod Save America had brought Malort to a Chicago Live show and read from the bottle, and that made John so mad, because it's John's bit to do that, that he had all 250 people at Max FunCon take out their phones. Uh, during the benediction and tweet at John Lovett uh, reading from the Malort bottle is John Hodgman's bit etc 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 and scold him it was very beautiful anyway I just wanted to read the, from the Malort bottle Jepson's Malort has the aroma and full bodied flavor of an unusual botanical <laughs> Its bitter taste is savored by two fisted drinkers. Um, I oh,
2: yeah. uh, Colt and Courtney. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys have, an ex- as Chicagans, do you have an experience with this stuff?
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Y-
1: yeah, she said ruefully.
7: So, the Chicago people who went to college here—did you guys have the bad, bad college, my lord, experiences? Because I did. It tastes worse coming back out of you.
2: Yeah, Yeah. if you've never had Malort, it's a liquor that is a little bit like if they mixed whiskey with a bad taste. (laughs) (laughs) I know
1: that technically alcohol is a poison, but it tastes like a super poison? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Colt, is this something you've... I know you're not a big drinker, but
1: is this something you've had? I'm not a drinker
6: at all. Yeah. And so, no. You, <laughs> never like, even, like, never like when ever? I, when I smell beer, I, like I, like, there's a gag reflex there. So this is just, who knows what that's going to be.
2: Yeah, that is a bottle of gag reflex.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't drink at all. Uh, my father's, uh, my entire life has been in recovery, but... Are you guys applauding for recovery, or...? Oh, it's a multi-stage nasty God, flavor. It
2: sucks. God, it sucks.
7: God, it, it, sucks. It, it smells like I remember.
2: Yeah. Uh. It
7: smell it tastes okay. Hear me out. It tastes like grandma's house gone wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it tastes like the unusual botanical used to be grandma.
3: This is just grandma. You're drinking grandma. It tastes like
2: you like you licked a couch that's on a curb.
7: I will say it doesn't Excellent. taste as it doesn't taste as bad as it did in my memory. But it's still really bad. In my memory it just tasted
6: worse. It tastes, in my memory
7: it tasted like an actual coffin full of people.
6: <laughs> it doesn't smell that bad actually. Oh. You no, know, isn't that fun
1: for you, Mr. Yeah. Has it tasted
3: it, <laughs> which,
1: which
6: is actually the slogan of Chicago.
2: <laughs>
6: it's because of those lake breezes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, we have something that we wanted to bring up uh, yeah. because both of you are here. We have something that that uh, that kind of straddles both of your expertises. It's
1: it's in the Venn di- in the in the center of the Venn diagram of Colt Cabana stuff and Courtney Enlow stuff. Yes. So this is
2: an internet trend that right involves on. juggalos.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, Courtney, of course, well, you well, have a <laughs> podcast about internet trends and <laughs> Professional Pol- you, juggalo. You wrestle. Regularly at the gathering of Seven the Juggalos. Years Much
3: Clown Love. Whoop, whoop, whoop.
2: <laughs> He's a real love. Now, so uh, I, I do, uh, I do like that you
6: wrestle at the gathering in character, right? Can you talk about your gathering character? Yes, when I wrestle at the gathering of the Juggalos, I am not Colt Cabana. I am Officer Colt Cabana, <laughs> and my arch nemesis is the Weed Man. And the weed man is obviously the good guy, and Officer Cole Cabana is the bad guy. <laughs> You're the heel. What I, like, what I like best
1: about this is, like, that there was a brainstorming session, and somebody was like, yeah, well, we should have a guy who loves drugs and a police officer who is the heel, and everybody nodded in agreement. They're like, what should we be called? And you were like, well, I'll add officer to my
6: regular name. And the other one's like, I don't know, weed man? <laughs> I, w- I pitched, my original pitch was, which I thought was a way better name, but they wanted, because Colt Commander has some recognition on the wrestling scene, I wanted to be Officer Jack Offerson. <laughs> which I thought was an amazing name. Right. And feel free, anybody, to take that and give me 10%. Thank you.
2: Uh, so we have an internet story that involves... Uh, a juggalo controversy on the app TikTok. Yeah, any any TikTok
1: users here? TikTok users? TikTok is a young... Tic, yeah. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok is an app popular among one drunk lady.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and teenagers in China?
7: Okay, yeah. I didn't know what TikTok was until I actually discovered it, and it's just like... It's just Vine. And I was Aww. like, thank you, TikTok. Yeah, thank TikTok is like a more service.
1: socially focused Vine. It is yeah. very short videos that uh, have a, a lot of, like, uh, filters and so on and so forth and, and editing tricks that are very easily accessible uh, within the app. And it encourages people to respond to each other and kind of converse with each other through these very brief, often silly, often mimetic videos. So yeah, so
2: we want to play an example. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne from National (laughs) Public Radio. When teens say something is fire AF, they are uh... beats, beats, raps, musical backing tracks. <laughs> uh, we want to pl- let's just. I think we should play one of the videos that has caused the controversy, and then we'll kind of explain a little bit more about what's going on here. Give so
1: this down. is a this is a, a one of the people that populates uh, the TikTok app, a, a typically a, an attractive, carefully made up young woman. Clown check. I
3: see fucking pieces.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Boom a day. I'm by the and I'm back like a vertebrae. <laughs> So basically, oh, the second time I got
1: the back like a vertebrae. Yeah. I get it now. They are good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> you know, Shakespeare was the original insane clown posse.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. mm. uh, so what is happening here is that there was a Juggalo meme where someone says, uh, "Where my, where are my clowns at?" Clown. Clown check. Clown check. And, and, then and what,
1: what would, nor- if you were at the gathering, oh, I'm
6: so excited for this, go on.
1: And, so- and someone were on stage to say,
6: clown check, what, what would happen? Well, I would say, and then everybody would repeat it, and we are going to do this. <laughs> so I would say, magic, magic, ninja, what? Magic, magic, ninja, what? They're my clowns.
2: Yeah. Okay, you're, now you're all a gang. You're all officially a gang as categorized by the FBI. And there are police cars waiting to take you all to jail.
7: So, as someone who, like, I know that the Juggalos exist. I know they happen. But we've got clowns. We've got, like, ninjas. There's just a lot happening, and I'm honestly fine with all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Uh, fine with this very pretty lady and her very pointy teeth. Happy Pride. Here
1: Here is the controversy. So this began as a meme among the Juggalo, within the Juggalo community. So real lows would communicate... Beats, rap music's musical backing tracks... Um, real lows would would joke between each other uh, with their Juggalo makeup uh, through this you know through this fun smash edit. Um, but the the controversy has come because this has left it is metastasized because this because this platform is built to share memes it has metastasized and now many many people making these videos are not
2: real lows. Oh which bring which yeah i know i know i know oh so we have a bunch of gatekeepers in the audience sorry we don't stand up to your purity test is,
7: is it okay if i get in first yes is it a low priation <laughs> yeah.
2: a low
1: priation people yeah, I mean that—that that really is the question. There are, that was there the are
7: please clap of like.
1: <laughs> there are, there are differing opinions within the Juggalo community about whether this appropriation of Juggalo aesthetics is appropriate. And in the article that in the article that I read, what I thought was, uh, what I thought was the most beautiful sentiment was uh, somebody said. Uh, I'm a real low, and real lows don't judge, man. So
2: I think (laughs) it's great. I thought that was very beautiful. Colt, where do you come down on this, as someone who's maybe the closest to this culture?
6: Should I text Violent J right now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say this. Uh, Every year I go to the gathering, and every year like I am not scared in any bit. They are very accepting, and the way that guy said that, I, I believe that to be... That's like the... That's the, the heart of the Juggalos, is like, we've been... That wasn't the funny part. <laughs> that they have hearts. <laughs> uh, the, heart, the heart of the Juggalo... Hi, I'm Colt Cabana for NPR... No. <laughs> is that they were all, you know, essentially picked on their whole lives, so they don't want to pick on anybody else. Everybody's accepted. So if, Except Tila Tequila. Ex- yes. <laughs> And, and I watched that as that happened, by the way. Really? Famously, people threw a lot of stuff at her. Uh, yes. And I was video recording for uh, a documentary I was doing, but there was no Wi-Fi at the place or anything. So had I known... Like, we couldn't get to a contact quick enough to sell it on TMZ. <laughs> and by the time I got home, somebody else had already... S- Ugh. That's the time I lost $2,000. $2, uh,
2: and now, uh, for a segment uh, that involves you, the audience, uh, momentous occasions. Uh, uh, are Hannah and Peter here? Hannah and Peter. Uh, come on up to the mic. It's right here. Uh, and if anybody needs a little liquid courage <laughs> before you get on the mic. Uh, if you're
1: afraid to make the most disgusted face you've ever made in your life, we've got liquid courage for you. Here's Hannah and Peter. Come on down, Hannah and Peter. Uh, Kevin, you're next. So Kevin, can you come up and stand behind Hannah and Peter? Hi, I, I, is that Hannah there? Yes. Hi. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Where are you guys? Where are the two of you from?
7: Uh, we live in Little Chute, Wisconsin.
1: Little Chute. <laughs> mm.
2: It's my nickname in high school. <laughs> I uh, actually
1: have an uncle from Big Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's my nickname in college. Yeah. <laughs> I hit my growth spurt late. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> uh, you have a momentous occasion. What is it?
7: We got engaged this morning. Whoop <laughs>
2: <Yeah! clears throat> <rounds> whoop. Whoop 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 to the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop, madam.
0: Congratulations.
3: So just a quick-
2: just a quick question. So you got engaged—one of the most romantic, you know, days of your life. Why aren't you fucking? <laughs> Why are you at this podcast?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I can totally see you right now, and you're not fucking.
7: <laughs> this is their fuck music, guys. Oh, well, <laughs> we're inspiring. What yeah. was? The,
1: what were the circumstances? I'm. Sur- I. You don't often hear about a a morning engagement.
8: I just decided to do it this morning because we didn't have much control over our plans throughout the day and just decided this is the best time I'm going to be able to control the circumstances and went for it then. <laughs> so how how did you ask? Can you can you recreate it for us? <laughs> the fucking? Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually almost ambushed her as she was putting her shoes on and asked her then. Nice. <laughs> And she put her
2: shoes on at the time. I don't know why. I'm just I have timeline um, issues.
7: No, I only had one shoe about half on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I mean, is there have you talked about a date, or is it just kind of a you know when we're ready kind of thing? We haven't worried about that at all yet. <laughs> how long have the two of you been together?
7: Uh, it'll be four years next month.
2: Oh, that's Aww. sweet.
1: How did Making you it legal? How did you how did you meet?
7: Online.
2: Oh, <laughs> Max, did you meet on Juggalo TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) Just a couple of, just a low seeking a low. Low drama. Real lows only. Real
1: lows (laughs) only. Uh,
2: Congratulations. Congratulations, Hannah and Peter.
6: Where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? Do you think their uh, honeymoon will be at the Wisconsin Dells? Uh, Kevin,
2: uh, you coming to the? Yeah, Kevin. Hi. Kevin uh, is
6: wearing a T-shirt
1: for our friend uh, Stewart's bar in Brooklyn. That is. That is yes. Yes. I think um, we're allowed to buzz market bars that are fifteen hundred miles <laughs> away, right? <laughs> uh,
2: so Kevin, I've, your hat, glasses, and beard make it look like you're in disguise.
0: Yes, I am hiding out from the students that I. Uh, so today is my last know, hold day. Hold on,
1: you're in disguise as a Jordan Jesse Colas. Co- <laughs> <Yeah, I'm sorry. laughs>
7: also just looks like John Hodgman.
2: Oh yeah. You yeah, you look like a like a tough Jack Hodgman <laughs> With guns. Thank Judge
7: Jack Hodgman. Judge Jack
2: Hodgman.
3: Okay. Uh, Sorry, yeah. your momentous occasion. Yes,
0: uh, so I have two. Um today was my last day as a uh English teacher, a high school English teacher. Today was my last day. So after uh seven years of teaching English in high school. I'm. I'm. Uh, today was my last day. I'm moving on to other things. Kevin,
1: uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm looking at your card here, and it yes. says eight years, which proves why you're not a math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: in that eighth year, I did get hired as a math teacher, but um, they didn't want me there. And then my other... Uh, so uh, this was a couple years ago. I had a couple of students. Uh, we somehow in an English classroom, got off track, and uh, we're talking about movies, and they were freshmen. I told them whatever movie we're talking about maybe isn't appropriate for them, and one of the students was saying, no, it's okay, I'm a man. Like, I'm a man. I I can watch this movie. I'm a man. I'm a man. Too fast, too furious? (laughs) Yes. Let's say yes. And uh, another student said, oh, you're a man. And he was like, yeah, I'm a man. I can watch that movie. And she said, so you don't eat tricks? And... <laughs> <laughs> pow! Pow! Yeah, can't argue with that. No, and I, I think I lost control of the classroom for that point on. For the the <laughs> year, so it was yeah, worth just... it, but uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: for the following three years. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, thank you, Kevin, and thank congratulations
2: you. on a on a career shaping young mind Let's have uh,
1: Tess up here, and Rob G is next.
2: Yeah. Everybody, give, give Tess a hand. And again, Tessa, anybody, um, you can take a slug of that, my that's it's on the stage. I'm yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, good call. <laughs> you made the right decision.
7: Well, thank you. Um, so my momentous occasion is that I won a talent show at my work, won $200, by playing uh, All-Star by Smash Mouth on the violin.
3: Wow. Uh,
7: excuse me, uh, Smash Mouth by All-Star.
2: Smash Mouth by All-Star. <laughs> Someone get this woman a violin. Tell me you brought it.
1: Uh, uh, Tess is wearing a cool Oakland A's sweatshirt to right. presumably I, I to pander you to that. me. That's right,
7: that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah,
1: thanks. <laughs> and she played Smash Mouth on her
6: violin to pander did, to I you, did. Jordan. <laughs> did somebody <laughs> once tell you that...
1: Oh, no. Uh, the world somebody. was going to rel nope. you? No, nope. <laughs> no, nope. nope. It's all good, it's all good. shut it down. Uh, Tess, how long did it take you to
2: learn it? Um, the violin
7: or the song?
1: <laughs> Great
7: question. Uh, violin oh. took a while. Smash Mouth, uh, it's not as complicated
3: as it might seem. Yeah. It's
1: basically a Steely Dan song and its level of musical sophistication. <laughs> Roughly. It's, it's yeah. stealing
0: down level or lower. Yeah, a lot of say. jazz
1: chords in
0: that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. congratulations, Thank Tess. You Thank much.
1: you very much. Rob G., Rob G. G. Rob G. and MJ are, are next. Rob G. Hi, Rob. How
2: are you? Yeah. Attaboy. boy. Rob's taking a He's slug thirsty. of the mallords.
3: Yeah. Wow. Robbie.
2: Big drink. Big drink. Rob,
1: what is your momentous occasion?
6: Uh, so I was walking get, to
1: work. Get right, turn that mic a little bit towards yeah, you. Get yeah. in there.
6: I was walking to work, and I had to walk through a street fair in Chicago. And I heard a bunch of people yelling and, and getting real excited. And I turned, and there was a little petting zoo made with, like, guardrails and that. And I walked out to see what everyone was yelling about, and a goat was giving birth. Wow. Yes! Wow. And so the goat gave birth, and a very bored-looking carnival worker kind of walked to the side, and he had hung some paper towels there. He pulled off a couple of paper towels... Walked over to the baby goat, gave it a once over, and immediately people started reaching through the bars and starting petting that goat that was about a minute old at that point.
1: And then he just pulls the lever that
2: starts the tilt to whirl back up.
6: Was this, so just,
2: was this just the plot to City Slickers 2? <laughs> so we've had, we've had an engagement and we've had a goat birth. What a blessed day. You got I mean, May the circle be unbroken.
7: That's kind of what people birth is like. <laughs> well, you got a goat
6: birth and a goat's first day on the job. So yeah. It's
2: uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, MJ. Is MJ here? <laughs>
1: MJ's uh, headed down the stairs.
2: I can read...
1: Oh, boy.
7: I'm, uh, I've, I just got a glimpse of this, and I'm very excited for you in this story. Yeah.
2: Um, what's going on? <laughs> So um, MJ knows
1: what they signed up for.
8: Yeah, no, very aware. Recently, uh, my partner was experiencing a lot of uh, dental pain. Um, They have a long history of dental problems. We went to the dentist, they got x-rays, they had their mouth looked at, and the dentist was convinced that they had had some sort of accident, was saying, did you recently fall off a bike? And my partner was like, no. And they're like, are you sure? (laughs) Um, And my partner was like, absolutely. And they were just like, okay, we need a minute. Uh, My partner sat down with me, we talked about it, and we realized a couple days previously, we had engaged in a pretty intense sexual act. Um, and so, essentially, I fucked a couple of my partner's teeth out of their mouth. Um, which, yeah, no, it's, we, we like talking about it. Um, but, it, I mean, it also involved a lot of pain, and they're still kind of working on getting, like, the proper flipper and things like that. But we both have that, actually, so, like, now we're, like, twins. So. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. It
1: really huh? brought the two of you together. Yeah! That's so beautiful. Well, thank flipper you very base. much.
8: Yay.
2: I and, mean, that is a, a, tough, a tough act to follow. But, uh, uh, Jessica, Jessica, where's Jessica? Jessica, are you here? This is our last one of the night. Jessica, Jessica come here. on
1: down. You might want to have some... You might, if you're a drinker, you might want to have a, a little bit of malort, Jessica.
7: So, uh, my momentous occasion is happening right this very moment. I am about to ask this guy right here, Dave, if he will marry me.
3: Yeah! <laughs>
1: He said yes! yes? He said yes! said yes! Jessica, Dave, Courtney Enloe, Colt Cabana, this is my friend Jordan Morris, our thanks to Sleeping Village, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our
2: producer. Good night, everybody. Guys, you're engaged! Why aren't you fucking? Yes! Now, fuck!
1: Jordan, Jesse, go live from the Summer Boys of Summer Tour. We've been having a lot of fun doing this, Jordan. We sure have. We're in Los Angeles on July 24th at uh, the,
2: uh, what's it called? The Old Angel City Brewery. ACB, baby.
1: Yeah. Little Tokyo. Join
2: us in LA uh, July 24th if you want to uh, experience the Summer Boys of Summer for yourself. Uh, Hey, uh, if you are listening to the show and you're going to be in Edinburgh around August 2nd, our buddy Colt Cabana, who you heard on this show, is going to be doing his show uh, with John Hastings. They're going to do commentary to bad wrestling at 11 p.m. every night uh, with special guest Josie Long.
1: Oh, the great Josie Long, August 2nd through 26th is when they're doing that. And, of course, uh, all all our friends who you heard on this program, you should uh, follow up on their projects. Uh, Bill and Kevin, their hilarious riff tracks. Uh, uh, Courtney Enlow. Trends like these are maximum fund sister program. Special thanks to our brilliant producer Brian Sunny D Fernandez. Who yeah, was there with us every step of the way with Made his it happen with his good humor, his high quality PowerPoint presentations, and more. If you want to watch a Jordan Jesse Go live show, remember we do have full video of our Max Funcon show up
2: on the uh, Maximum Fun YouTube channel. Oh yeah, the visual aids uh, for our sex toy game are truly uh, horrifying. Yes, and 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 also, but I I think also it it it. It it's like being there. It's like it you were there It's to as though, see the Vajankle in person, as though you were there,
1: really licking Ken Jennings. <laughs> Tastes like caramels. Oh God, it does like a Werther's original. That's mm-hmm. why they call him the Werther's original of television's <laughs> they jeopardy. They do
2: call him the Werthers. <laughs>
1: Uh, you can find us on Reddit, Uh, We'd love to chat with you there. We're also on Facebook and the Maximum Fun group. You can also like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook. We're on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris, and you should join us there. Hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. We'll know what you're talking about. If you have questions, uh, corrections, updates... Uh, send those at JD Power on Twitter. We care about quality mm-hmm. just as much as you do. We, we hate to make an error, and uh, we want to make sure that our quality assurance friends at JD Power know about uh, the mistakes that we've made. We love you very much. Good night. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica.
5: MaximumFun.org.
7: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
5: Audience supported.